Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Millennium Episode 522666. This is Season 1, Episode 5. It originally aired on Friday, November 22nd, 1996, and it has an average IMDb user score of 7.8 out of 10. The action in this episode primarily takes place in Washington, D.C. So this is one where a British pub is bombed, and there are some terrorist organizations claiming credit for it. When Frank Black sees it on the news, he immediately starts packing. His wife points out, they haven't called you yet. He says, they will. And seconds later, the beeper goes off. This is one of those intense cat and mouse things where... Frank Black realizes, no, this is not a terrorist organization. This is one guy who is getting thrills from it. He likes to watch, which now he needs to escalate. So he's going to be in it. But there's a lot of cell phone calls back and forth. And when Blank realizes this is the kind of guy who's going to be monitoring cell traffic, they decided that Frank Black was the only one who'd be using cell phones. Everybody else would be using landlines. So it sets up an adversarial relationship between the two. I also find it worth noting that when the episode starts, and Frank Black is watching this on TV as he's flipping through the channels, there is a clip of someone saying that it's the one of the best new shows on television this season, and it airs Sunday nights after football. Which makes me wonder if this episode, when it was produced, was expecting to have that time slot. This episode aired in the first season of Millennium, which was the same time as the fourth season of The X-Files. And after X-Files having three episodes in its regular Friday night time slot, The X-Files moved to Sundays after football, and Millennium took over The X-Files time slot, which was a strategy that was chosen thinking that The X-Files fan base is strong enough that they will follow The X-Files to a new night, and they're in the habit of watching things on the Friday night, so if they heavily advertise the X-Files move, then they will be able to catch people and get them to watch the first episode of Millennium in that X-Files time slot, which frankly did work for a lot of us. I just know that, you know, hearing that clip, knowing that the X-Files was not a new show, and this would have been, I wonder if that was a last-minute change, and that when this line was written, they thought they would be describing Millennium in that Sunday's after football time slot with X-Files continuing on Fridays. That part is pure speculation on my end, but it would seem to fit with the dialogue that they had in that scene. This episode was written by Morgan and Wong, so that writing team is back, and it was directed by David Nutter. This is Nutter's third of four episodes of Millennium that he's going to direct. So he previously directed the pilot and Gehenna. And it is another very strong episode. This show was darker than I was really open to when it first aired. Although it did strike me as a quality series, and I'm seeing that very much going through it now. While I won't go through the cast in as much detail as I used to, I do... Still plan to continue calling out people we recognize. Terry O'Quinn is back in his recurring role. Sam Anderson appears here, and he is known for a variety 
of roles. At the time of this recording, he's got 171 acting credits on the IMDb, but they are continuing. The IMDb says he is best known for playing the principal in Forrest Gump, Mr. Hyde in Water for Elephants, Mr. Browning in Ouija Origin of Evil, and Man in White in Airplane 2 the sequel. I will always remember him from his multiple guest appearances on WKRP in Cincinnati, most notably in the episode where there was a Russian defector and he was one of the men in the U.S. government who helped them bring that defection about. He also appeared in an episode of the X-Files titled The Pine Bluff Variant, although that was not until after this particular episode had aired. He also appeared in 37 episodes of Perfect Strangers and 13 episodes of Growing Pains as Principal Willis Duet. Hiro Kanagawa plays one of the agents in this episode. At this time, he had already appeared in Firewalker. That was the Season 2 episode of The X-Files. He would go on to appear in The X-Files two more times in Synchrony and My Struggle. Joe Trest is the villain here, who is setting the bombs and playing the cat and mouse game with Frank Black. He is probably best known these days for his role as Ted Wheeler on Stranger Things. Robert Lewis makes an appearance in Millennium here. I recognized him from The X-Files. He actually appeared in three episodes, Eve, Dwayne Barry, and Paperclip, all of which predate this episode of Millennium. William MacDonald appeared in five episodes of The X-Files, as well as appearing in this episode as another one of the agents. When this aired, he had already appeared in Fallen Angel, The Host, Too Shy, and Unruhe, and he would continue to appear one more time in Chinga. Finally, Daryl Hayes had already appeared in three episodes of The X-Files when he made his appearance here as Officer Mark Stanton. His episodes of The X-Files were Shadows, Little Green Men, and The Walk. He also appeared as a policeman in the pilot episode of the rebooted Outer Limits series from the 1990s. So once again, it's another really strong, well-made episode, and it's speaking a little more towards the relationship between Frank Black and his wife as she accidentally overhears one of his conversations with the bomber. And this is the bomber who has named himself Kaboom. Frank recognizes that's what the 522666 is. That is something that the killer dialed into the emergency operator. So he phoned 911, dialed those six digits, and hung up. And Black is the one who recognized what those digits spelled out back in the days when phones were mounted on walls and didn't actually have keyboards. Although there's a heavy use of cell phones in this episode, so they are definitely keeping up with the technology. In any event, that's all we have to say about 522-666.